What's going on, you guys? This is Artemis. We have long awaited this podcast about shadow work and the dark of the moon. Today is January 5th, 2021. Some of us are still going through the remainder or the finales of 2020, and we are now trying to embrace the new. Well, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about a lot of things. I have been waiting to do this with you guys because there are many things that we need to work on in order to go into our new year. Happy New Year, by the way. So let's begin and let's talk about shadow work. Let's talk about the dark of the moon and let's talk about the dark side of being a starseed. So before I begin and let you guys know about what is shadow work, let's talk about these phases of the moon because this is going to be important to our work. Today is January 5th, 2021. The moon is waning. It's about 56%. Tomorrow, January 6th, 2021, it's going to be in its last quarter, 50%, half dark, half light. As the week goes on, the moon is going to be waning down and down, darker and darker into its new moon phase on the 12th. So basically between the 6th of January all the way through the 16th, this dark moon is going to be at least over about a week of shadow work that we will need to do before going into our new year. And I'm going to actually explain that to you guys right now. So let's talk about shadow work. When you think about shadows, do you think about demons, skeletons in the closet? Well, we all have them and you can't just get rid of your shadow no matter how far you run. When the sun shines even brighter, the shadow is often more apparent. Everyone carries a dark side even if we don't like to admit it. Shadow work can sound scary and some parts of it may rather feel uncomfortable, but it is necessary to work on it to uncover true joy, peace in your life. When you think about our dark side, you think about running rampant, maybe uncontrolled, also maybe our lives feeling chaotic, this can manifest as issues with mental health, diseases, feelings of low self-worth, addictions, uh, sarcasm, also health and mind, bodily issues. Uh, these can also all affect our overall quality of life. Our shadow self can often sometimes harm our lives in ways that are unconscious to us at the time. Um, also, our reaction to particular places, people, and things. Sometimes our shadow self blocks us from 
acting for our own greatest good and can prevent us from reaching our true potential in life. So we're going to go over a few things. Is this a bad thing? No, it is not. It is the other side of us that sometimes we don't like to address. It doesn't mean that it's bad. It just means that shadow work is something we need to do, but also shadow work is something that can help us as well. And I'll tell you that in one moment. Okay, so I want to let you guys know that, yes, I am a light worker and a healer. We also go through things as well. Being an empath, these are uh, things that are part of our job to the universe and to society as a whole. Everybody may not agree with what shadow work is. It seems like it's very dark and gloomy, but it is reaching down within ourselves. I have a particular way that I'm going to teach you how to get through this um, and other people or other light workers may have their own different ways, but I want to read something to you guys really quick. Our shadow selves comprise the aspects of our personality that aren't easily palatable. Okay. And polite company, envy, jealousy, rage, lust, desire for power, lack of accountability, selfishness, close-minded, cruelty, being entitled, being a hypocrite, a liar, a thief, inconsiderate, anything we don't want to admit as a part of our personality. The truth is, no matter what anyone says, everyone has a dark side to their personality. When the shadow self is kept hidden in the background, suppressed, misunderstood, and disregarded, it always pops up in the most important or importune moments. This is why I recommend embarking and applying some shadow work activities. Shadow work also prevents things like these from happening. Anxiety, panic attacks, depression, right? sexual behavior, promiscuity, limiting beliefs, uncontrollable anger, arrogance, and pride, problems getting along with people. This can go on and on, but it's clear that when the shadow work itself isn't given a productive outlet, it can get you into trouble at work and in your personal life. In order to experience who you truly are and what you're all about, you must explore your unconscious mind, okay? So shadow work basically comes from the deep, dark side of us on the inside. We're going to go through a couple of things, including the dark moon and how that is used uh, for me as a Wiccan, how I use that as a calendar. Um, also, we'll talk about uh, some more part of our dark side is being maybe a star seed as well. So let's get a little deeper into this. I'm not sure how long it's going to be, but this is going to be a bit of a heavy podcast for us beginning New Year's 2021. So before we get into how to work on this, 
let's even go a little deeper on something that I found that I wanted to read to you all. The dark side of being a starseed on earth is having total awareness of needing divine love or source power, the ability to manipulate other human being in order to draw the power out of the person. Starseeds know that they can abuse humans who are young in their evolution, manipulating humans through dream time programming, as well as the mass media to spread agenda. Starseeds know they can abuse other starseeds who follow divine right order, as those that follow divine right order do not seek revenge. So some starseeds abuse this power um, and, you know, we can also call these energy vampires, demons or archetypes, right? It's like activating a software program in your mind that provides personal knowledge and information about another person that allows you to take action to break down, defame and destroy another person's life. This is almost like a criminal action. OK, um, all of these things that happen or our shadow body, um, our shadow body is actually a survival mechanism. The shadow body is a tool to draw more light um, from others in order to refill your own battery uh, supply. So this system of control is governed by thoughts, emotions and mindsets. Negative thoughts, emotions, and mindsets are an influencing force on human expression known as the shadow body. The shadow body is subtle, is the subtle body or seven layers of antimatter from the seven planes of existence hooked to the human body. Okay. So with this, with all of this, we're going to start talking about, you know, these addictions, these fears, these, these abuses. Uh, that we have been going through within ourselves, our own personal relationships, and also um, from the government, uh, from the media, you know, uh, what we seem, what may seem as bad karma, uh, which is something people like to use a lot, may actually be unresolved, unconscious issues with a person or group of people. OK, uh, it, it's important to meditate upon your subconsciously held beliefs, emotions, mindsets and feelings to understand why you are um, feeling accused about certain things or why certain things are happening. Uh, this also comes through the source of light from our DNA. OK, the source of light is something that is basically our uh, our self, our oversoul self, uh, our soul self, 3D self, uh, and finally our inner child. So how do you go through working on your shadow self in this sort of space matrix? How do you uh, manifest uh, without creating discord or destruction? Uh, so we're going to talk about some things that I like to do um, and hopefully I can help somebody get through all of this now that we are understanding what shadow work is or what our shadow selves or shadow bodies um, are. And let's see if we can help somebody through this podcast. I think it's very, very important.
All right, so as a Wiccan, we have different aspects that we do throughout the month using the moon as a calendar. Let's talk about the new moon or the black moon. The black moon is the second new moon in a calendar month. New moons are about new beginnings and manifestation. The black moon is especially powerful and is seen as an omen of change that brings hidden truths to the surface. It brings hidden truths to the surface. This is the best time to cast particularly difficult and hardworking spells, such as dealing with addictions. So on the night of the dark moon, as late as you can possibly stay awake, you can stand outside and breathe in the blackness of the night. Uh, for Wiccans, it is Hecate's night, the crone goddess that has covered you in her blanket and given you the time to consider all things in your life that you no longer need, okay? Uh, so you are basically safe within the womb of the dark goddess. Consider that which uh, you wish to banish from your life. Take your time and allow Hecate to guide you through your thoughts. When you are ready, right, and you feel that you know exactly what must be banished, turning Wittershins or counterclockwise to the east, that means to the left, feel Hecate cleanse your mind of all unhealthy thoughts. Uh, so there are some breathing techniques, okay? There are some things that you need to do to know that you are going to be cleansed and purified, ready to begin mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual growth uh, with the coming of the new moon, right? So mote it be. So let's just talk about Hecate really quick. Uh, so Hecate is basically seen as the, the goddess of the underworld, um, she is, she has no boundaries, um, and she is in all spaces between the worlds. This is the goddess that, uh, also Persephone, uh, you know, this is the goddess that helps us, you know, as Wiccans to do shadow work, circle casting around the dark times of the moon, uh, where we may do some type of invocation. She's the goddess of all witchcraft. Um, and so there's certain things that we do using these goddesses. Also wanted to let you guys know something else. The moon's dark phase has traditionally been a time of fear and superstition, a time associated with death and isolation. Okay. The mythical embodiment of these fears in the dark goddess known around the world by many different names, Lilith, Hecate, Morgana, uh, dark goddess represents death, sexuality, and the unconscious, uh, the little understood, often feared aspects of life, okay? So the dark moon uh, reclaims the darkness from oppression, fear-based images as well. Um, also maximizing the potential for renewal, inheritance, and our inevitable periods of loss, depression, and anger. Okay, you guys. So let's go into how do we start to do shadow work? This will be the last bit of the podcast. How do we deal with shadow work? Let me read something else to you guys. Let's talk about endings, death, conclusions, and completion, and also rebirth, right? 
Some part of your life is ending, be it a relationship, a job, dwelling, or a way of life. In some instances, it could be the ending of your journey or someone close to you. But even in death, endings are essential so your soul can be rebirthed. Some parts of our life is in need of transformation and a part of it must end so another more wonderful part can come into existence. Just as our minds get filled, so does our life. Then we must empty. It may be time for you to be willing to move on from some situation now. Well, how do I do that, Artemis? Well, the most obvious is crying. Crying is something that is ego-driven. Some people don't like to cry. They want to hold in their tears. Take some time to be alone. Being alone, I don't want to be alone. Well, sometimes being alone can be helpful to find yourself within, whether you have to cry, whether you have to scream, whether you have to write stuff down, um, get angry, whatever it is that you have to do and release these emotions. Uh, being a Wiccan, usually around the dark of the moon, we would cast a circle, um, maybe even use some dark candles representing the dark moon, uh, black candles, purple candles, even gray or brown candles to ground out as well. Uh, so using these methods at times can also help. What do you do inside of the circle? Well, Usually I would call upon the goddess to help me get through whatever problems I'm going through. And I start to release and cry. Crying is tears. Tears are water. Water is a cleansing tool um, that is used. Uh, also, even if you get angry and you're finding yourself getting upset with someone, all of that releasing and letting go is actually a part of shadow work, whether you know it or not. People could say, well, this is not good. It's causing strife in your life. You've got to be able to release this at some point. Now, when we talk about banishing and, and getting rid of the old, um, cutting some relationships off that are no longer good for you, cutting out uh, different addictions that are no longer good for you, uh, holding yourself out, um, of, you know, these depressive behaviors. That is something shadow work is not just going to be in one week with the moon. This may be, this could be a, a couple of months to a year that once a month, this is something you need to work on. Uh, writing stuff down that you no longer want. You can even throw it away in the trash and try not to even do these behaviors anymore. Talking to light workers, seeking counsel, talking to friends, uh, being by yourself as a solitary witch, I can tell you that this has been the most, um, you know, relaxing or also, you know, the most hard, hardest time as well uh, to kind of reinvent myself or rebirth. Uh, this is something I have done for the last couple of years. And anytime my shadow self comes out, I do these different methods, either by use of sage circle casting, crying, screaming, mirror magic, um, talking to friends, groups of people, um, getting some stuff off of my chest until I just don't have any more left. And then feeling the rebirth or the renewal of myself once I've gotten through all of that. So hopefully this has helped some of you guys. Um, let's take a little break here, shall we? Mm -hmm. 
So in our closing, I'm going to read one last thing to you guys. It says, if you don't like it, you can change it. Relive the day as you wish you had lived it. To forgive is to experience an imagination of the revised day. Forgive yourself from pain, annoyance, and unfriendliness. To know the truth, you must live the truth. You're practicing the art of revision makes paradise. Relive the day as you wish you had lived it. The very first act of correction or cure is always revise. One must start with oneself. It is one's attitude that must be changed. What we are that we can only see. It is a most healthy and productive exercise to daily relive the day as you wish you had lived it. Revising the scenes to make them conform to your ideals. Okay, so if you happen to get disappointing news, mentally rewrite it in your mind and make it as you're imagining a revised way that this day has come about. Absorb that into your senses. Forgive yourself forgive others, start to do your practices. We are in the age of Aquarius. How do you want this year to be for you? And so much time of strife and discomfort. I will talk to you guys later. This is Artemis signing out.